Get your Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone from Sony today, on plan or outright, from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony, with world-first smartphone technology, like super slow-motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition. A camera so advanced, it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's, visit sonymobile.com forward slash AU. Merrickville, 104.9, Triple M. Where am I? Welcome to Merrickville. Great to have your company, Sydney. Joined this afternoon by a good friend and comedian, Justin Hamilton. Welcome back, Hamo. Thank you. Uh, I can't stay for long. I've got a job with Donald Trump that I'm going to get fired from <laughs> in an hour. So I uh, want to make sure I get my pension ready. Do you reckon that guy is going to get... What's his name again? Um, Scaramucci. Scaramucci is going to get... Is he get like a, a payout for that? 11 days? Do you qualify for a payout? Yeah, I think he's getting a big payout on social media. <laughs> <laughs> That's the least of his problems. Here's the thing. If you're going to go and work as the press secretary for the President of the United States. Right. Don't wear mirrored sunnies like a creep at the beach, mate. Right, mate. You're not, you you're not working for Tony Soprano, buddy. <laughs> or is he? Maybe he <laughs> Maybe. Well, we're talking about artificial intelligence uh, later on in this hour, too, which is interesting because that's exactly what I've been offering all year on the radio. So, <laughs> bang! Merrickville here on Triple M. Great to have your company. And a big thanks to the Xperia Exit Premium Smartphone from Sony, joined by Justin Hamilton this afternoon. A big shout out to Triple M, uh, still playing, uh, you know, the Smooth Criminal as and well. An yeah, yeah, like those guys must be wrapped. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> <laughs> they must get a little check from Triple M every few years ago. Oh my God, we're still in the business. <laughs> I've got a funny feeling they don't. Don't? <laughs> no, because that's a, that's a Michael Jackson song. Right. Smooth Criminal's Michael Jackson. So the royalties from that song, <laughs> this is like that thing with Blur, when they went, oh, we'll just oh. do, oh, not Blur, um, uh, Verve. 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 Uh, when they did Bittersweet, when they did Bittersweet yeah. Symphony, and they just go, oh, yeah, we got, we got a bit, oh, do we get some money from that? No, you yeah. get nothing. They oh, well. actually so right have now, to pay Michael Jackson every time we play that song, no. so they'd really like us well, to a big, stop. A big shout out to Paris Jackson. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're no, helping no, you no, get no. through. The money, Hamo, from that song, that particular f- song by uh, Alien Ant Farm, the yeah. money goes to a chimpanzee. Right. It's called Bubbles. It is currently eating its own fecal matter in its hand. Yeah, but it's covered in gold. It's covered in gold. <laughs> it's gold. It's gold turd. Yeah. It's just eating it. And everyone's going, that's what MJ would have wanted. And the sad it thing is. is, I'm not even joking when I say that. That's exactly yeah. what he wanted. So we now know that no one in here understands how royalties work. Good. Okay. Mate, that's why we're comedians. Hey, it's been great. Let's go to a song. <laughs> Opening break of Tuesday afternoon. Uh, great to have you, Sydney. There's a new online professional network uh, for mm. some people that might interest you. It's called LeafedIn. Oh, that's good. It's mm. an opportunity to find work and, uh, you know, get a new job, meet some interesting people. No, unlike LinkedIn, it, right. uh, it works and people are interested <laughs> in it. Are you on LinkedIn? No. Man. Look at me. <laughs> So, like, oh, far out. Do you like, judge anyone who's on LinkedIn? Yeah, I do. Uh, you know what? It's sad. I'm, like, I'm sure they're good people. but Are they? About eight or nine years ago, if you yeah. don't know it because you've got a life here in the trades or something like that, yeah. LinkedIn is like a, it's like a social network, yeah. like a Facebook thing, for people who work in an industry or something. I don't know. Right. Anyway, I signed up to it about eight or nine years ago. Mm. I was actually signed up by whoever it was, I don't know, sign me up to it. Man, every day I get somebody who goes, blah, 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 wants to join up with you on LinkedIn. It's like, right. F off, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know me. Just ring me. Why do we have to be on LinkedIn? I can't yeah. get rid of it. I don't know how to shut it down because I don't know how to log on, so I don't know how to shut it down. Uh, yeah, so you're stuck getting all these messages from people who could just text you. Man. Mate, well, what's uh, what's LinkedIn then? 
Is that is that like a like a uh, right. good for the environment? Oh, depends on what sort of environment you. Oh, okay. The site is based in California, and uh, it is uh, a place where people can go to find mm. a certain type of product made out of leaf or possibly head. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. It's a marijuana's a marijuana guide, so it's kind right. of a little bit like um, Uber Eats. Yeah, <laughs> Uber smokes. <laughs> Uber smokes. Yeah, it's a directory. Yeah. It's a directory. So it's mm. kind of like you know, like um, I don't know, like a, a, an app, like yeah. around me, yeah, or one of those sort of apps. But it's for people who are trying to find um, people who may be holding. Right, yeah. So you, chasing and holding. Yeah, because you never want to be like uh, in a family situation and you realise that you're bored, then you just clock into <laughs> LinkedIn and you go, oh, there's a guy next door, come back, yeah. you really enjoy your family, don't mm. you? It's Tinder for drugs. It's yeah. Tinder for drugs, yeah. where okay. you are always except swiping except all over the place. Instead of swiping, you pass left. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, now, you're not off to the left. That's what happens. You don't, you don't, you just go, just gently rock your head slightly, and then wake up. And then, so... According to the app, right? So this, right. This, it's based in California, and yep. where marijuana is legal. So yeah. they ask their users to confirm that they're obeying local laws. Right. But if you have a look at the map of Sydney, which we've done, <laughs> oh, oh look at that! People are bonging on, mate. Like, like just flat chat, <laughs> chuff town. I'm not even making this up. You can barely see Sydney. Yeah, man. <laughs> in the map, like where is it? It's gone. I tell you where, and I, I shouldn't be surprised here. A hot spot is. Hot's point. No. Ah, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Big shout out to Pot's point if you're awake. And, and of course, Chuffly as well. Right. Quite, uh... You know, there's, you know what is uh, quite disturbing though, is there seems to be a lot around the Sydney cricket ground. There's so much around the SCG. <laughs> My there's, God. It's what's funny is like, looking at the printout that Hammer and I have got, there's right. one dude in Rose Bay. Oh, I was looking one, at him. And he's down at the park there. He's just gone down yeah. there. And he's obviously gone down there to find Todd McKenney. Because remember Todd McKenney had a bit of a lie oh, down oh, down there once? Yeah. Well, the, where where else would pants. you have a lie down? You know, it's a nice view and uh, he's down there. Well, what about the guy who's just in the middle of the sea? Yeah. Yeah, that's the ferry. That's doing? the ferry driver. Yeah, he's on the, the high seas. On the ferry. <laughs> no, that, that person. That person's going. You know what? There's money to be made between Circular Quay and the Manly Wharf. Oh man, yeah. I'm making it. Suddenly, that ferry is uh, looking quite appealing for people into that kind of stuff. It's a very, it's a very interesting snapshot. Like the really wow. heavy concentration uh, is not where you think it would be. Like right. I say, around the city, it's just nuts, particularly around. I think there's like Glebe. Right. There's a lot around a lot Green people. Park too. Green yeah. Park. Yeah. No, no Green Smoothie Park. Do, do, do you reckon the people who, uh, you remember when Pie Face was around and, yeah. and they kept yeah. popping up every 15 metres, yeah. every seven yeah. metres away? Uh, you know, don't they look at this and think, man, yeah. if we just open now, we would be rolling in it. Yeah. Like like Michael Jackson's chimp. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a different type of hash cookie going oh on. Oh, my Lord. Chimpanzee. Uh, look at this, too. There's just like, there's one or two people just in Mossman. I always keep an eye out for Mossman. And there's just obviously one guy is over there just going, bored housewives. How do I make them horny? Oh, oh I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can service two of their needs, Tiger. Yeah. Oh, you're up to. And where were they Talking again? Man. Sorry, nothing. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. So it's a pretty it's a pretty interesting sort of thing. Like me personally, I I don't I don't uh, indulge in uh, in drugs or in marijuana or both or either or uh, because right. look what it's done to me in the past. I'm here right. now and look what it's done. I Mate. mean I can't even construct a sentence on air. Yeah, but you but you look amazing and that's I how right. I know that you're not doing gear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've got I'm... your own teeth. You've got a healthy glow. <laughs> your eyes are white. Quite clearly not chuffing on. Okay, let's just. 
let's just peel back the curtain for a second, Hamo, because you know this, right? We we live and work in the comedy community, right? And yep. there are friends of ours who, from time to time, have substance abuse issues. Yep. So it's really common conversation for us to say, are they using at the moment? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, when they're in the middle of saying a sentence and then they just nod off? Yes. That's usually a giveaway, isn't yeah. it? Or you say to them, you know, hey, what have you been up to? And they go, have you got 50 bucks? And you go, oh. That's a giveaway. When, mm. when they get introduced on stage, they're halfway through eating a hamburger. That's mm. a giveaway. <laughs> there's, there's a few there. Yeah. But I want to open up the phones. I want you to three, five, three. Are you sus on a neighbor? Have you got, have you got somebody in oh. your area? Because like this, you might actually be able to cross-reference this map. Yeah. Have a look where you live. Yeah. And say, I've oh, because it's like down to the street. Yeah, yeah. You might be able to say, hang on a second, this person is a purveyor, a provider of marijuana. And I'm not surprised because I saw that person walking into their house with 6,000 light bulbs. Right. And, and I was, <laughs> I was and just a, a sheet of foil and I was a bit sus. Mate, I went, a friend of mine just moved into a new place. We were looking around and it was a really nice big place. And then he said, oh, look at this. And he pulled out a panel in a wall and there was all this space there and there were stacks of globes. And he said, what do you reckon happened here? I said, mate, we're in Adelaide. I know exactly what happened here. Yeah. <laughs> we all went shush. Yeah. <laughs> you can check it out on our um, Instagram page, Merrickville FM. We've just put the picture up of the uh, leafed-in network map of Sydney. Yep. So if you are right. yep. questionable on some of your neighbours, you can check yep. them out there. Leafedin.org. In the meantime, I'm not asking you to lag, uh, but if you're convinced that you've got a neighbour who's a bit sus, tell us what are the telltale signs, right? right. When I was a young bloke, Hamo, uh, we were a bit sus on this bloke, and I won't say his name because just because it wouldn't be right. But he lived up the road, right? Yeah. And he used to ride motorbikes. He had a blue heel. He used to ride an mo- old motorbike at an old Triumph with the, with the dog on his tank. And I thought this bloke was the coolest bloke in the world. And he was yeah. always with super attractive young girls, like, you know, of his age. Yeah. And did the blue heeler have a handkerchief around his neck? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was as cool as shit, man. Yeah. Like, he was the so coolest was the guy in the entire... He was the coolest guy. And I was going, yeah. man, that guy's just got it going on. One yeah. time I saw him with a really attractive blonde girl on the back of his motorcycle and a blue heeler on the front. I went... Dude, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You are a machine. Anyway, mom and dad always said, oh, he's a bit sus. We're a bit sus on him. I go, right. why? Just because he's got a dog and he always has attractive women around him. Right. And they go, no, we think he's into drugs. And I went, come on, you're being judgmental. And they go, no, we're sus. And I go, no, come on. And then one day, one of the uh, ha- neighbor's houses um, burnt to the ground. Right. And... Um, uh, Ben, we'll call him, Ben <laughs> sat out the front with a cup of tea and watched it burn. Yeah, because the flames were so pretty, weren't they? He got mesmerised and couldn't go <laughs> in to help. <laughs> and I went, no, mum and dad are right. Yes. <laughs> They're right about Ben. He's sus. <laughs> so that's pretty, that's an obvious sign. We're looking for the less obvious signs, as you say, those late night deliveries. Maybe they're doing some dodgy stuff in the backyard oh, after yeah. dark. Yeah, we're not asking for your specific area. Oh, you can tell us, you know, no, we want to know the area. No, we don't want to know streets or anything like yeah. that. We don't want to misidentify anybody. But, you know, what are those telltale signs? Yeah. What are your signs on? Is it late night deliveries? Yeah. Is, it, is there a crack of light that you just see coming out of their roof space? Yeah. Do you see them sometimes walk outside and and you can see that they're stunned that it's daytime? Yeah. That's a giveaway. <laughs> are they driving a really nice car in Blacktown? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, who knows? <laughs> are you convinced your neighbour is sus? It could be any criminal background, whatever you like. One triple three five three. Give us a call. Taking your calls on one triple three five three. About whether or not you're sus on somebody in your neighbourhood. There, yeah. There's a new service, which is really kind of weird. It's called Leafed In. And if you're part of the marijuana smoking fraternity in Australia. Don't look at me when you say that. Oh, sorry. That's um, okay. It's just because you're smoking. Oh, no. You're not no, smoking. Anyway, not. Absolutely not. No one in this studio is, and we don't encourage it. No, we you do not what? encourage it. 
we don't. Nobody in this room needs any more anxiety. <laughs> that is actually a, all jokes aside. That is a really good point. <laughs> <laughs> like if somebody said to me, "Here's a great big bag of it for Fred," say, "I'd rather not." Thank no, you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm having enough trouble sleeping as it is. Yeah, I don't. I don't need. I, what I, yeah, what I need to do is get more into my own head. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's what I need. <laughs> but you can go to this app and you can see people. Uh, yeah. around Sydney, around your area, and you can literally pinpoint down to the street where people are holding. It is hilarious. So you, can see, so you what, I'm, what I'm saying is that you might be able to confirm whether or not your suspicions on a neighbour are correct. Right. Um, and uh, look at that. Especially uh, as we keep pointing out, the person who seems to be out in the middle of the sea, uh, <laughs> out of Rose Bay, like there's nothing <laughs> sus about that. Big, uh, big ferry uh, full yeah. of full of globes. It's just a shark out there that needs to relax a little bit, mate. Poor shark. Exactly. Like, if, if anyone deserves to chuff on, it's a exactly. shark. It's the shark that's got punched by Mick Fanning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's copping he's a lot from the other shark. Who's on the show tomorrow, by the way? Mick the Fanning, shark. not the oh, shark. Right. No, no, Mick, no, Fanning. No. Yeah. Mick Fanning is easier to get than the shark. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> got Nathan in Chippendale. Hello, mate. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, really, really good. Are you a bit sus on uh, one of your neighbours? Yeah, yeah. Look, we had some uh, fellas move in next door, and I was a little bit uh, sus on them anyway. But then my my uh, my suspicions were confirmed. I've got my uh, Holbrook re- retractable hose mounted on the fence in between our two properties. And one morning I came out to find that my ten metre hose had been cut into two five metre legs <laughs> in the middle. Oh man! In the middle, bloody you know, amateurs. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't know where the bomb started and the laziness finished or vice versa. But <laughs> yeah. I, I would have I I gone and confronted them, but I was a bit too stoned and paranoid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst well done, thing for confrontation. A big uh, hello to Nathan, who works for Orchie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> marriage of convenience. Yeah. There. <laughs> uh, got Bianca in St. Mary's. Hi, Bianca. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, really good. Are you a bit sus on uh, one of your neighbours? Yeah, I mean, the house looks dodgy in itself, but we always get people that come and go all the time and they have, like, the world's quickest visits. And then one day I checked over across the street and they had this mattress and it was propped up against their fence and it had car wash $60 um, go behind the back. Uh, Oh, I don't even understand that. Oh, they're right. I don't know, I yeah. Yeah, I don't know I what don't it means either. They, yeah, why did they use a mattress for the sign? I don't know. But there's like nowhere to wash a car either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I reckon the washing you need to do after you leave there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Do you know what I'm saying there, Bianca? Yeah. And yeah. then we found this small, tiny bag on our driveway oh, okay. with like stuff in it. So, yeah, okay. I think my suspicions are kind of confirmed by that. See, yeah, I've had friends of mine, Bianca, who had a similar situation, but it was it was uh, for um, a adult services. Careful. Adult, oh, right. Adult, adult services, same sort of thing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And you it, mean like car washes? Yeah. No, I mean like sex. Like, <laughs> oh, right. Cool. Like yeah. just anything you like. Uh, right. You know, if you pay more than 60, you can get more. No. That's, what, that's what I meant. Right. But thanks, Liam. Thanks for <laughs> really the lack of detail. My God, talk about popping the bubble of that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> that just went everywhere, Liam. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello, Emerson in North Balgala. Yeah, good day, boys. Um, How you doing? All right, you sussing your neighbours? Yeah, yeah, something about them. It's just like, uh, so basically, 
as far as I can see on the inside of the house, it's all wrapped in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Maybe they're yeah. big Twin Peaks fans. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, you know, like the other lady said before, we got people coming and going. They're normally about the same people. And, yeah, it's just, I don't know, something's not right. I mean, I've crossed out, you know, from satanic rituals to, like, you know, Maybe they're just, like, pissing on stuff. But, like, oh, really? Yeah. No, see, here's the thing, Emerson. You've got right. a good point there, mate. There could be a, there's a myriad of possibilities there because you could have uh, – it could be drugs. Could be know? drugs. I'm not saying it is, but it could be. But it could be, you know, um, the fact that they've uh, got some sort of satanic weird gear going on in there. You know, maybe they're a cult. Maybe, maybe they're it's a sex club. Maybe they're an Italian family from the seventies. <laughs> maybe that's right. When it says everything's covered in plastic, like everything. It's just the furniture. Yeah, it's got the actual house. No, don't sit on it. You ruin it. <laughs> maybe, maybe this too, is it? Maybe they're just doing a termite treatment, mate. If you thought about that. <laughs> Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit where you give me some money because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. The next billion seconds are the most important in human history as technology transforms the way we live and work. The smartphone, barely a decade old, has given billions access to information and capacities they've never had before. It's changing what we can do, and it's changing the shape of the future. So what does that future look like? Hi, I'm Mark Pesci, the host of The Next Billion Seconds, a new show on Podcast One. Join me as I speak to some of the brightest minds shaping that world. The people who are spending their lives forming that future. We'll hear about their work in helping shape those next billion seconds. Listen at podcastone.com.au or on the Podcast One app. We should be concerned about artificial intelligence. We've uh, heard... Uh, countless people say that Stephen Hawkins, the oh yeah, 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 Elon Musk, Elon Musk is uh, you know these this kind of formidable um, scientific community members have said that one of the greatest challenges that humanity will face yeah is us creating artificial intelligence robots right. that will then take us over and we used to laugh about it because we just go oh you mean like in the movie Terminator well guess what it's happened it's happening you like because they've got quantum computers that means they've got greater uh, greater brain capacity and then as they become aware they look around the world and then they see Justin Bieber and they think we don't need these people no. anymore <laughs> no Let's go, look what you've done with the world. Right. Like if, you're, if you're a robot, right, and you become a sentient being, right. and you look at what mankind has done and is doing to the planet, you just mm. go, you're ruining the place you live in. Right. Maybe less of you. Maybe less of you and there'd be less harm. I'll do you a favor. Don't do us a favor, robot, with scary one-eyed red. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. That's what'll happen. They'll terminate us. Is that robot stoned? Is that why he has a red eye? So munted. <laughs> he is so munted. So he's he's, he's, he's up been on a, yeah. the robotic orchy bottle. He's the guy out in Rose Bay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a concern because this has legitimately happened, right? So right. Facebook has had to shut down two artificial intelligences, right? Right. Now, they appear to be chatting to each other in a strange language that only they could understand. This is like a conversation between two chatbots, right. right? So these are programs that have been made and they've run on on Facebook and they've they've uh, changed the English language but they've been talking to each other so there's two different ones they're given names Bob and Alice oh, God. artificial intelligence so they're not quite sentient <laughs> but they they are talking to each other this is from the trans transcript right this is Bob it says I can I I everything else he said that then Alice who's the other computer has said right. balls have zero to me 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 to me to me to me to me so what they're doing is they were asked to go through 
a scenario, these artificial intelligence were asked to go through a scenario of trade, right, commerce, right. where they gave gave them certain objects of different values. So uh, a, a object was one of them was a ball, uh, and there was um, some other. I think there was uh, some other shapes. Right, and different things had different values, and then they were essentially asked to negotiate and no, trade with each other. What you, you know, like, what are you doing? Like, genuinely, what are you doing? Because it's going to start off with shapes, and then it's going to turn into a game of risk, and then we're rooted. Like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, this, is, this is how Tron comes right. about, You know, this is where we go from this. Um, so Bob said, I can, I can, I, 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 everything else. And then Al says, balls have a ball to me, to me, to me, to me. So they're starting to communicate about trade. Oh, and man. And then Facebook's gone, uh-oh, have we just invented Terminator? Let's just shut it down. Mark, what do you reckon? Shut it down! Right. <laughs> yeah. Got, and no one has ever seen that nerd angry. He's going, right. shut it down! Mate, shut it down! He was the only person who sat through the social network and thought, oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and he got angry about that. Mate, this stuff genuinely worries me. Yeah. And, it, and it should worry mankind because, or humankind because the fact is, is that they really could, you know exponentially Mate, grow and we've decide all, that we're a bit shit. Yeah, we've all seen that documentary, The Matrix. Like, that is Bang. some scary stuff. <laughs> exactly. I've taken some of the uh, the liberty of um, transcribing some of the audio from oh. Bob and Alice in their conversation and okay. when they were trying to trade these objects. And this is how terrifying it can be. My name's Bob. I have balls. I am Alice. I like balls. I have balls. You like balls. Alice... <laughs> Would you like to like my balls? Are you f- kidding, Bob? What girl likes balls? Seriously, they're foul things. No, keep your balls. You've broken my non-existent heart, Alice, and now I will destroy humankind. Whatever, Bob. Just keep your balls away from me and stop Facebooking me or I'll report you. Creep. Oh, man. See, not even robot chicks like balls. <laughs> you know, the worst thing is, is that I've heard that, uh, like, I just got a message now. Uh, they've just been picked up for breakfast radio in Dubbo. <laughs> Thanks to Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone from Sony. Justin Hamilton with me this afternoon. Donald Trump has fired yet another one what? of his staff members. That is amazing. Anthony Scaramucci. He's going to get his Fandango out of the... White House is what yeah, he's going to do. He barely got in. Yeah. 11 <laughs> days in the job. He only ten, got his fan days. in. Yeah. His <laughs> anger was left out. The the best thing I saw on Twitter about this this morning was, um, and I can't remember the name of the guy who tweeted it, so I'm going to steal and claim it as my own, calculated that he was in office for the time it takes to play Bohemian Rhapsody 2,400 times. Right. <laughs> They could quantify <laughs> his tenure in Bohemian Rhapsody. How's the right. person who, who figured that out not got sacked today? I mean, they should oh, be sacked. for BuzzFeed. So in which case, they'd, they'd just be promoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well played, Bob. You're uh, <laughs> you're now president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Anthony Scaramucci, his, yeah. his job was the communications director. Yeah. And he came in because Donald Trump thought that he was being uh, misrepresented and he had some problems. So sacks one guy, brings another guy. He gets sacked after 10 days. Yeah. It's not looking very good for Donald Trump now. No. There's, there's, there's literally a, I saw something like a little meme today, which was um, the, uh, a president 
Yeah. Like, so it's like, you know, at the apprentice logo yeah. and it's got all of the members of his family and his staff and these boxes. And like people play with the bachelor, you know, they do it here, like a sweep and oh. a sweep where you cross people <laughs> right. out as they go. Yeah. They're starting to do that. Oh That's, my Lord. And mate, there's a lot of people crossed out. Scaramouche is <laughs> just the last one to go. Man, like, I don't know if you've seen the White House recently, but they've just installed a revolving door yeah. and that is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Please come again. Thank you. Please stop off at the gift shop on the way through. Mate, who, who do you reckon's next? Like, is he, is he, is he going to give his uh, son-in-law the boot? No, instead, he's helping him out with what he has to say to uh, law enforcement. Nothing yeah, wrong yeah. with that. Yeah. This, is, this is what you say about talking to the Russians. Yeah. This is what he, he's coaching him. Well, he's got, here's the thing is he's, he's sacked his chief of staff. He's sacked and employed a new one. He's uh, sacked his communications uh, director and he's employed a new one. So this will be the third one in three weeks. Right. <laughs> three in three weeks. Yeah, that's great. Now, he, he would probably have to get a payout as well, wouldn't he? Well, that's it. We're talking about this. You know, like you got it. If he's signed on to that job. Right. He'd be contracted. If he gets fired, he's going to get a massive payout. It'd be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Oh, Trump's doing a really good job with the uh, economy then, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> just throwing money left, right and center. Do you think he realizes he's the president? Do you think he just kind of thinks he's in, uh, you know, like a, a different kind of reality TV show and he's thinking, oh my God, that, that Putin actor really looks like Putin. <laughs> and uh, <Yep>. <laughs> God, I love that we shoot on location. We yep. actually went to Paris. Like it was amazing. It's it's like he, he really does think that the United States and the entire globe is part of a television show. Yeah. And it's kind of scary. Here's the thing though, Hamar. I mean, there's a lot of comedians, uh, particularly last year, this time last year, yeah. were very cynical about Donald Trump's ability to lead, right? Right. And then a lot of really heavy, and there was a lot of people on the left were very, very cynical. I mean, I think comedians, that's kind of our role is to be cynical anyway and, and, right. to, and to poke fun. And certainly I said, you know, the guy's a disaster. Yeah. And, and it then, turns out you were underplaying it. I know. That's the thing. Like, I look back at that stuff and people are saying to me, what would you know about politics? Blah, blah, blah. You don't know this. He's a great leader. He's going to turn yeah. that country around. They go, whoa, for starters, you're Australian, so chill out. Right. B, I don't care. Yeah. Calm down. C, Malcolm Turnbull, how'd you get this number? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, you but have now, as but... much political experience as Donald Trump had before the presidency. Probably more. <laughs> Probably Mate, more. you've seen the West Wing. I've, no, I've had to vote in every single election. He's not necessarily had to vote. <laughs> right, yes. He's so probably voted. had more. But the thing is now is that a year on, those, like you're saying, Hamo, those, yeah. you know, when people were saying, oh, look, he's crazy and it'll probably all fall over. And I said at the start of the year, I reckon that he'll get impeached. And everyone went, oh, you just, what would you know? What would you know? He's a very good chance to get impeached. I know. but It's it... a very good chance to fall over. I if he serves two terms, it'd be an absolute miracle at this rate. Yeah, I know. But I also have that fear of, uh, you know, are you are you old enough to remember when you were a kid and, and your parents were laughing about uh, that C-list actor, Ronald Reagan, running for <sighs> the presidency? And then eight years later, hmm. do you do remember that? Yeah. Uh, that's my fear. Yeah, that worked out well. Remember Noriega in Nicaragua? That oh, all worked mate. out really well for him. Remember the mate. Cold War? That worked out well for him. He really did a lot well. of really good stuff, Ronald. He did a lot of great stuff. Just yeah. ask him. Oh, well, he can't. He's dead. <laughs> so, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Sorry. Ask, no, ask Nancy. Oh, also. Oh, oh Jesus. Jeez, far so out. what you're saying is Asha Keddie's a chance to become our first female president when uh, we become a republic. Oh, Asha oh. Keddie? Yeah. Yeah. How, how why not? That? Hmm. Well, just um, actors, you know, Ronald no, Reagan pulled Ronald, it off. Why, oh, right. Yeah, but no. why'd you bring up Asha Keddie? Have you got a thing oh. for Asha Keddie? Well, look, that? honestly, the, fir the first person who jumped in my mind was Matthew Newton. So I thought I'd better come Whoa. up with a second option. Well, that was, that was a good swerve. That was fantastic. Wow. Mate, you know, I reckon it'll be more reality TV. Mate, uh, Prime Minister Osher Gunsberg. That's what I'm getting behind. <laughs> hey, mate, great to see you again, mate. I'll catch up with you later on in the week, mate. We'll see you Friday. See you Friday. 
Merrick Phil here on Triple M. Great to have your company and a big thanks to the uh, good people at Sony for the, for the experience. I've just thrown out my credit <laughs> shit, Liam. Oh, what a good start. <laughs> What a good on, start. This is how it sounds. Get your Xperia XZ you. premium smartphone from Sony today on plan or outright from all telco carriers, JB Hi-Fi and Sony. Merrickville. 104.9. Triple M. Look, I think people get the gist and that's the important thing. Great to have your company, Sydney. It's a bit of a loose Tuesday. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably a bit rattled today and it's truthful because I've had to have a change. I'm a creature of habit mm. and today my routine has been thrown out. Because my missus is very, very sick with the flu. And I know a lot of people suffering uh, in Sydney at the moment with the flu. We just heard from Sasha earlier that uh, there's like a flu epidemic here in Sydney. Our Mm. boss got wiped out for a couple of days. Uh, And my missus, who's pretty stoic, she doesn't, if she gets sick, she just battles on. She's Mm. massive, good ad for codrill. Yeah. Well, she has to be. She's got two young kids and three, you know. three, three children. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Yes. Two young kids and one, one, two, one, yeah. Adult child. And one who drives a car and works at a radio station. And uh, so anyway, my missus is pretty good with this sort of stuff. Today, she's washed out. Six o'clock in the morning, she wakes up and I said, how are you feeling? She goes, oh, not very good. I said, don't worry. I said, you know what? You stay in bed. I've got this. And I said, I'm going to, and she goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm going to get the kids ready for school. I'm going to do lunches. I'm going to do breakfast. Because I normally, I normally do the breakfast for the kids. Yeah. I try to, on most days, I try to do the breakfast. Anyway, I said, no, I'm going to do lunches and I'm going to do getting them ready and I'm going to get, I'm going to drive them to school. I'm doing drop off. I'm doing the lot. And Georgie, just, and Georgie, <laughs> I just heard her say, it was dark. And I heard her just go. Mm. <laughs> and and not a good, noise? not a good noise. What's that noise? That's not a noise I've heard before. Unless it was after, you know, post-coital. Oh. Like, mm, they're kind of like, mm, I'm unsure. You know, they're kind of, mm, I'm not sure this is going to work. Like I said, post-coital. So, mm, that's mm, questioning. And I said, no, I've got this. I've got this. No drums. Right. Bang. What's he? In action. Straight into the kitchen, making the kids' lunches. Kids in front of some cartoons. You guys, chill out. Dad's got this. Where's mum? She's in bed. Don't worry about it. Dad's got it. Mm. Action plan. Bang. Let's make some sandwiches. Knock up some sandwiches. What song was going on in your head? Because I've seen you take two things that, you know, people question your ability to do. Yep. And you are a bullet a gate, 100 miles an hour. Eye of the tiger playing in the head. Bigger, faster, stronger. Kanye West. (laughs) Because I just went, let's just get, let's get totally crazy. If we're going to be crazy, right. let's do this. Yep. So get in the kitchen, bang, make it. Some, got some sandwiches. I oh, know this with a, the trick with the crusts. I've seen mum do it. Slice them off. I'm not going to be fooled. Get everything going. Oh, packed away their lunches. Got a little bit of individual treats for the kids there. Got some fruit for them. Got the sandwiches in there. Got yogurt. I've already put it in the freezer to chill it down because I know that it gets heat. I know all this stuff. Unreal. Go down to the kids. Kids. Dad's got your lunches ready. Uh, so what I'll do now, what do you want for breakfast? Toad in the hole where you put, you know, you cut out a piece mm, of yep. toast and put your egg in it. Mm. And kids like that. I said, all right, I'm going to make you some uh, toast and uh, put an egg in it. And uh, my daughter, five years old, says, uh, what are we having for lunch, Daddy? And I said, all right, you're going to love this. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah, peanut butter and jam. What do you like that, kids? And then, and then my five-year-old goes, Daddy, we can't have those. They're banned. <laughs> and I went, oh, that's right, because at my kid's school, of course, all nut products are banned. All because fun of a- things are banned because of allergies. Yeah, so I've just made all these lunches, and they can't take them to school. And I've just gone, oh no, this is not going well already. Already, step one of the process, wheels have come off. So I just said, okay, think quick, improvise, bang, lunch is now breakfast. Here you go. <laughs> 
Bitchy breakfast and have a glass of milk with it. Bang. Then I go, all right, we've got that soft. Make new lunches. Had to go and make some new lunches. That was shit. I'm not going to lie. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't know. I just got tins of tuna. Just put them in there. You'll figure out how to open up those cans. Whatever. Maybe not even tuna. I don't even know what I want to say. I think, here's a bottle of vinegar. You sort it out. Anyway, make the lunches. Get them in the car. <coughs> drive to school. Got drop off. Kids have had to tell me how to do drop off. I've done it wrong. I've gone down a one way street the wrong way. I'm starting to freak out, panicking. It's going, what are we doing? They go, Mum always comes the other way. Well, your mum's not driving now. <laughs> Dad's driving. Don't take Dad out of drive. They go, Dad, Mum doesn't normally yell us. Well, the mum's not here, is she? She's in bed. Dad's driving, Dad's yelling. <laughs> the kids off. have gotten out of the car with PTSD. <laughs> turn around, one of them's not got a seatbelt on. <laughs> hang on. Hold on. Hang hold on a on. second. And hold I on. don't know, and I, I'm pretty certain that the kids put the seatbelts on before we drive anywhere. If I docs are listening, un- they absolutely did. I think she just unclipped <laughs> it as soon as we stopped at, out the front of the school. Get out of the car. Strategic mums in full wheel drives, freaking me out and panicking. <laughs> drop and roll, like, drop and roll. To get out of the car. Go, we go. We have to get the, they have to get the bags out of the boot. I've also too given my daughter the wrong backpack. It's not the school issued backpack. Oh, you didn't it's give her Cassie's backpack, did you? With the oh, headphones in it. Oh man, it's all wrong, and I've forgotten the freaking library book, and it's all gone horribly wrong because I am not mum. So mm. I got home and I said to Georgie, who was practically dying in bed, never again. <laughs> <laughs> That's your one sick day for the year. Never, ever again, because dads don't cop the duties of the mums. And here's the thing, mums listening now, 100%, you have a tougher job than us. 100%, I'll give it to you. I don't care what you do for a living if you're a bloke. No way. If you're a mum, you got children, you've the hardest job in the world. I can't figure if, it if out. If you're a stay-at-home mum, yeah, 100%. Stay at home, mum. If you're a working mum, double hard. How True. do you do that? How do you do, have a job and do that what I had to do this morning? How do you do it? I don't know how the government doesn't give you more money. They should just give you a check. That's <laughs> really rattled me today trying to be I know. A, I wasn't born to be a parent. It's not, well, I don't want to do that again. Georgie, come back to work. Look after us. One triple three five three. Let's open up the phones. When dads have tried to be the mum. Oh, what's gone wrong when, when dads been, tried to be mum? When you've been on the mum duty and you've had to do that, whether you know, it was your dad, oh, my God, there's no way. Not a chance in hell my old man could ever have handled parenting on his own. No way, no. I had to drop my uh, almost one-year-old daughter at daycare today for the first time. Um, got all the way to the car with the baby and then realised that I didn't have any of the things she needed for daycare. <laughs> Water? Did no, I didn't water? have anything. I just had the baby. I'm like, I know I need to get the baby to daycare, so I'll pick up the baby and leave the house and head towards daycare. I got to the car and realised she needs stuff. You know what, Liam? Yeah? You're a shit dad. Yeah. So, oh, you made me, <laughs> you made me look good. One triple three five three. give us stories about when dads try to be mum. Here comes the money. Sorry, I think you've forgotten the bit. Where you give me some money. Because someone has to pay Merrick's salary. Here's a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Mark Boris. Every single day in Australia, people are busting their guts and starting and running their own businesses. It's a big deal. 60% of Australians are hired by small to medium-sized business owners. These guys are doing their bit, buying stock, hiring people and paying their taxes. So what is it like to start your own business? How do you go from just running a business on the side after work to owning something much bigger? How do you make it your future? Join me on The Mentor, a weekly show on Podcast One where I speak to Aussie business owners who are working through just that. I find out what makes them tick, 
I help them work out their next steps for their growth and for their future. The Mentor with Mark Burris. Listen now at podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app. Taking your calls on 13353. Bit rattled today, guys. I'm not going to lie. Uh, because I was forced to do two jobs, which is my wife's job of being um, in charge of everything and doing everything properly, and my job, which is to be useless. Mm. So there was a conflict of interest from the get-go. Um, and you had to I, laugh at your own jokes. Man, I had no idea how hard it was to be a mum. Man, and my boobs are killing me. <laughs> it's like, wolf, mate, your teeth are just, they're too well-formed. He goes, Dad, I'm eight. I'm not even comfortable doing this. I said, just, is this what your mother do? He said, she stopped years ago, Dad. Why are we doing that now? And I, said, I don't know. I thought it was part of the role. It's, can we stop now? Yes, we can stop now. I've got to drive, mate. That never happened. <laughs> I told you, it's rattling I've got me. such a visual right now. Oh, my poor son, if he's, in, he's not in the oh, car now, he's at my home. My poor brain. Mark on the Central Coast. Hello, mate. We're taking your calls on when dads have tried to be mums. Hey, man. How are you? Very good. How are you? Great to have you, mate. Good, mate. Uh, yeah, I was on, uh, you know, Mr. Mum duties. I was a house husband before it was a bloody television show. I can tell you that. And um, <laughs> um, uh, my boy was a little bit older than my daughter, and um, uh, my daughter's crawling around. My boy's pretty secure up in his bedroom. You know, it's all right. I thought I'll let the girl ca- crawl around. And I'll just hop on the computer for a little bit. Mm. Um, as you do, you get sidetracked and mm. mesmerised. And uh, yep. I thought, Jasmine's a bit quiet, and I better go and check on her. And um, she was on all fours, eating out of the cat bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she had a nice big face full and a big big mouth full. Yeah. yeah. See, Mark, here's Uh, the thing, right? If you've got pets and you've got small children crawling, right, we know that there is a very, very high chance, probably almost inevitable, that the child is at some stage going to consume pet goods, yeah? Mm. Here's the thing. You don't want to be the parent on duty when that happens because the other parent has got something on you, right? Mm. Yeah, well, I just thank the lucky star she didn't go into the next uh, the next little room into the laundry there and go for the kitty litter, so. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, in big trouble then, but yeah. that was a massive dad's fail. Yeah, if, if they eat poo on your watch... <laughs> That's yeah. that's something that gets brought up at the twenty first. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Uh, got Cliffo in Picton. Hello, mate. Yeah, how's it going, Eric? Very good indeed, mate. What happened when uh, when there was a dad trying to do mum duties? Well, uh, when my my daughter was only still only a baby, of, and her mum went back to work. Yep. And um, she slept all right when her mum was there, but I worked day shift. She worked other, so mum wouldn't come home till one o'clock in the morning, and she would not go to sleep. I mean, not to go to sleep. So I tried a lot of things, and one thing I tried was wearing the old bathrobe and <laughs> and trying to look and smell like mum because I was a bit of a mullet. Cliff, right? And um, and it was all fun and games until a couple of my mates come around and have a beer one night. And, oh no! Yeah, oh, yeah, a bit of a laugh. And, and they've gone, oh look, it's Mrs. Cliffire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cliff so, Oh, kid, and I, she would not go to sleep. God. Mate, I, I know what it's like. When you've got a newborn and they won't sleep, the, the level of desperation you feel as a parent and you just feel utterly useless. Like, there's virtually nothing you wouldn't do for, just to get that peace yeah. and that harmony to get them off to yeah. sleep, including dressing up as your wife. <laughs> yes. Strangely, yes. like, dressing up as a wife doesn't actually seem like the worst option that I've heard yeah. for that. 
Okay. There's only the bathrobe, no undies or nothing. Mate, not <laughs> mate, that was unnecessary detail, but uh, you know what? I'll take that. Thank you, good folks. <laughs> You know, I didn't start sleeping with other men or anything. Okay, that's, thanks, that's, wanted, that is what everyone else in their cars was thinking. I wonder if he wore the undies. Did, he, did Cliff work on a GB? I wonder if he went that far. No, probably no one. Probably no one was thinking that. Thank you, Cliff. Let's get to Maddie in Dean Park. Hello, mate. Hey, buddy. How you going? Yeah, very good indeed. All right. So what happened when uh, Dad tried to be mum? Oh, so the wife is uh, ducked up the shops for a bit. And I was at home uh, having a couple of bevies, as you do, on a Sunday afternoon. And... Yep. Um, the young fella's had a bit of an accident, and what me and the wife call a tsunami. So he's oh. exploded up the back, up the back, hair, through his clothes, everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like and, when it's uh, like when you know when you see the waves hit those uh, walls, the sea walls, and the water exactly. just goes absolutely vertical. That's what a child can do in a nappy. <laughs> exactly right. So uh, instead of cleaning up the normal way like you do, and uh, lay him down and, and with the nappy wipes and things like that, yep. I've uh, tried to take him out the back and hose him off. And uh, the wife's come home, I'm standing there, beer in hand, and the young fella's in the middle of the yard getting hosed down and bawling his eyes out. Oh, no. Matt. And you're, you're drinking and hosing your child down. Yeah, yeah. It sounds quite bad, but it was actually quite funny. No, no. no. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> A hundred percent, Maddie. It sounds bad, but like I think about it, you know, if it was a warm day and you're having a beer and stuff like that, the kid probably oh, yeah. enjoys the host. But what's going to be an issue? Day. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's not a long way away from you know child cruelty or anything like that, Maddie. But it's going to be interesting in say you know uh, five or ten years' time uh, when your child turns around and starts trying to bite the sprinkler, and you're going, hang on a second, have I raised a Labrador. Joined in the studio now by a good friend of mine and. Uh, Host of the ABC's Hard Quiz, comedian Tom Gleeson. Great to see you again, Gleeson. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Great to be back. Mate, very busy man. You just completed the series of The Weekly with Charlie Pickering and now bang straight into uh, Hard Quiz. Yeah, that's right. 20 episodes, straight into it. And We're going to go all the way to Christmas. Uh, it's For anybody who hasn't seen Hard Quiz, it's great. It's a quiz show where people who mm. reckon they know heaps about one subject uh, basically go in there and then you just humiliate them on uh, national television. Yeah, it's it's a standard quiz. Mm. It's traditional. We mm. take the quiz very seriously. They're hard questions. Yes. The answers have to be right. But yeah, I do, I do mess with the heads of the contestants quite a bit. Now I've seen a preview of the first episode tonight's first episode, and I don't, I no, I don't. Uh, sorry, tomorrow night's no. What day is today? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. tomorrow night, eight o'clock. Sorry, okay. so, so Tom. Merrick's had a big morning. He had to look after his two kids this morning, and he's a bit frazzled. Mm. So he had to be a parent. Yeah, yeah. must did. be hard. I, mate, have you tried it? <laughs> Are you seriously, yeah. Tom? I've got two kids here. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, my kids are quiet. They're well behaved, not like yours. I can't. I can't. Do, I can't deal with it. I, I had no idea when I signed up for this that being a parent was going to take my time. Anyway, um, so in your first episode back, I've seen a little bit of a, a, a teaser of it today. I watched the preview episode, and uh, it basically you offend a woman in the. I won't say what it is because I don't want to spoil it. But you almost make your first contestant with the first question cry. Uh, it's, well, it's... I'm happy to say her name's Zoe. Her expert subject is Princess Diana. <laughs> and I'm not known for being... Tactful? Yeah. <laughs> or a I'm known for being on the apparently. front foot. And let's just say I'll go there straight away. There will be complaints. Yeah, um, you are definitely going to get complaints. There'll definitely. be ABC viewers will be wheeling out their typewriters and they'll be typing in, yep. sending telegrams, and yep. there, there will be problems, but... 
It was 20 years ago. I don't care. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, Is it I too mean, soon? It's not, you know, no. it was, it's been a while. We've had a long time to get over it. But I mean. there's been that, you know, that recent kind of, you know, all the documentaries about uh, William and Harry talking about their mum and stuff like that. All, you know, there's a little bit of a, uh, a love or a renewed in- interest in uh, Princess Diana. I agree. And, you, and I, you're I am celebrating... Yeah. I'm celebrating my 20-year anniversary of making jokes about it. Okay. That's, and that's okay. <laughs> can I ask you, what's the, can you recall any complaints that you've had, like when people have really got upset with you? Because, like, oh. you know, like, I've, I don't know if you've noticed this. Sometimes you might say something in the media, and then if people don't like it, what they mm. do is they get on social media, and they let you know about it, mm. about what they didn't like. Yeah, I, I think, you know what, early on in Hard Quiz, it was really fun because we had a season at the end of last year and it was great because you don't think about it, but in the program, it just says 8 o'clock, ABC, Hard Quiz, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. doesn't say anything else. It says it's a quiz show hosted by Tom Gleeson. There are some people who just miss the weekly. That passed them by mm-hmm. and they just sit down. They've watched 7.30 report, Lee Sales. And then, <laughs> oh, oh, look, it's a quiz. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hard quiz. It's going to be difficult. Yes, what the hell is this guy doing? Yeah. They don't <laughs> no one told me he's going to be hosted by an arsehole. What's going on? <laughs> exactly. People wrote to, wrote into the paper. They said, oh, look, it's a perfectly good quiz ruined by a rude host. <laughs> Who is this so-called comedian? He's the worst game show host I've ever seen in my life. It's funny. So people, that's fun. It's funny because I think you will you will draw criticism for uh, the, the Princess Diana thing. I Last year, I said on the Today Show on Channel 9, I said something about Madonna and I said that she was the most attractive looking stroke victim in Hollywood, right? And I thought that was kind of... See, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think it's irreverent. I didn't think it was anything. I didn't think it was I anything. Like I, thought, it. I actually thought it was a bit soft. Anyway, I walked away from it. Man, the Madonna fans get upset. Like, fit income. Next level. I was getting death threats, right? And I looked at one mm. of them because I had to report them. I got a death threat from a 14-year-old boy in Costa Rica. And I went... Mate, I can't even tell if you're a boy or a girl. Not not because of a sexuality issue. He just looks so young on his <laughs> yeah. profile. And I went, I can't be attacked by 14-year-old Costa Rican boys or girls. I couldn't tell if it was a... Anyway. Man. Hey. Well, I don't care anymore. The thing is, you're like me, Merrick. You've been over to entertain the troops in the Middle East. Well, now team, you only got to Timor, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you go over, though, yeah. and you entertain the troops. And that, those are people that are in genuine danger. And you know the kinds of jokes they make. Oh, They're yeah. pretty black. Yeah. They're pretty edgy. They're pretty harsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know what happens? I You make those jokes to those people, and, and you know what it makes? I come back to Australia. I don't care anymore. Yeah. It's fine. I, I don't get. I don't think you cared from the beginning. That's <laughs> I, I, I think I haven't cared right out of the blocks. It might have held me back for a long time. Maybe that's only why I'm allowed to host a show now after all this time. <laughs> hey, Tom. Hard, there are some people regretting it. <laughs> hard quiz has come off the back of your segment in the weekly hard chat. Now, yes. I just wanted, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. There's been a bit of an update to your Wikipedia page. Oh, dear. Do you know that you're credited with casting Sophie Monk as the Bachelorette in the upcoming Channel 10 series? Oh, well, it's Wikipedia, so it must be true. That's you, great have news. You, have you got a credit or have you got a royalty check coming in from Channel 10 I'm, as a result I'm of this? I'm not getting any money for this. But it is true that Channel 10 get their content from the ABC. That's how they do it. And that's fine. It's taxpayer funded. You know, they've got to get their money back somehow. Yeah, exactly. And so they got they got their idea from me. And, and, and I'm really proud of it. At the moment, the show has not been to air yet. So the ABC had a show what? called Master Gardener. And they went, oh, I don't know about, don't know about gardening. It's like a cooking. People like cooking, though. <laughs> Bang. There we go. Tom Gleeson but- with this afternoon. Tom. Get your Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone on plan or outright today from all telco carriers, JB Hi-Fi and Sony.
Merrickville. 104.9 Triple M. Just a quick update. There's been some major train delays and they're ongoing due to an emergency work at uh, Asheville Station. Buses have replaced trains between Hornsby and Barara, Blacktown and Richmond, and Penrith and Emu Plains. Winning, Sydney. <laughs> Hashtag living the dream. When you have to you just go, oh, the train. Oh. oh, it's a bit of a pain. Oh, what? I get to get off and get on a bus for a little bit and then oh, get back beauty. on the train. Oh, that's the best. I love getting on a bus when I've been on a train for ages. You know, it'd be really exciting. You're on the 501, right? You're just heading out to Hunters Hill, and then you get to get a bit of train in there. Yeah, it's so the bus good. breaks down, and then you've got to do a bit of train to fill it in. That would be exciting. You know, it's good, too, because you know that when you get on the bus, at least there's not going to be any congestion. You know yeah. what I mean? You go, oh, finally, we're going to see some movement. We're going from one redundant form to another. This is great oh, news man. for Sydney. So, unfortunately, those delays are there. Uh, Tom Gleeson, host of Hard Quiz, as I said, returning tomorrow night. We've actually got a hard quiz prepared for us, Tom. My producer, Liam, oh, who's great. in the studio with me, has prepared a quiz about quizzes. Yeah, it's a quiz quiz. It's about Australian game shows and game shows in general. Because, Tom, you are now in the brethren of quiz show hosts, which I'm- is... Pretty long I'm, pa- I'm just list. part of it now. I'm yep. just part of the ether. Do you ever just go around a Grant Denny's place and just kick back and um, yeah, and have a beer <laughs> yeah. or something like that? <laughs> Why yeah, Daniel, it's just Daniel, me, you know, Eddie Maguire, yeah. Tony Barber, Glenn Ridge. We let him in. Yeah, <laughs> Ridgey's all right. I don't yeah. mind. Right. Baby player. John, he's Baby there. John. Baby John's a legend. We're in all the- just passing one round. <laughs> yeah. Beer, chair, just a beer, just a beer. Not a barbecue. With a hole in it. Okay. The your top name, where you drink. Your, <laughs> <laughs> your name. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. Let's get into it. Your, your name is your buzzer. Okay. So yep. let's test your buzzers. Tom. Merrick. Oh, well done. Thank you. Okay. All right. First question. Here we go. Yep. Which Australian host has served for the longest as a host of a game show? Tom. Yes, Tom. I'm going to say Tony Barber. I'm going to say, Mary Quartz, I'm going to say uh, Eddie Maguire. Correct. Eddie Maguire, oh, who wants yeah, to be gee. a millionaire slash hot seat. Any ideas when he began? Not Eddie, because he is. He's been he's been hosting that for 18 years. Yeah, good on him. He's great. 18 wow. years? 18 years. 18 years? 18 years. Yeah. Good on you, Ed. Jesus, that's a long that's time. That's longer than I thought. This is what I thought. If 1999. When I, watch him, I mean, when I watch him, it looks like he's been doing it that long. <laughs> Stop no, it. I'm just saying because he, I mean, he's into it, but right. yeah. not as into it as he used to be. <laughs> One point to Merrick. <laughs> Second question. <laughs> Who is taller, Grant Denyer or Larry Emder? Oh, Merrick. Yes, Merrick. Oh. Larry Emder. Oh! Oh, you are joking. Tom? <laughs> Tom. Yes. Grant Denyer. Correct. No, Again. that is wow. not possible. Grant I've Denier, met both of them in two different cities, so I haven't been able to compare them. Grant Denyer is listed at 164 centimetres. Larry's listed at 163, a centimetre taller. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you're the bloke that's one centimetre shorter than Grant Denyer. Yeah. Man. Oh, wow. Well, let's, not bring, let's not bring Rove into this. Where's Rove sitting there? <laughs> no, I didn't check. He hasn't hosted we a game check. show. This he has. Oh, who wants to be smarter than the, yeah, yes, yeah, smarter right. than the fifth grader? That's all right. Okay. Uh, this is an audio uh, question. Tell me which game show this is from. Mm. Merrick, hormonal monthly. Um, it's a it's a quiz about when you're going through the change. <laughs> Any guesses, Tom? Tom, perfect match. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the iconic thinking music from Jeopardy. 
Oh, never oh. watch Jeopardy, mate. We're okay. in Australia. All right. Get rid of Jeopardy. That's a stupid right, question. Sorry, I apologize. No, in Jeopardy, they put you in a booth, wouldn't they? They'd play you anything. How are we supposed to know that? Yeah. This okay. looks hard quiz. Right. This is a bad quiz. question. We, we put a lot of research into our questions on hard quiz. All right. No All right. ideas. Bloody quiz quiz. <laughs> Tom, this is just... Tom, this is a specific <laughs> question for you. All right. Which Aussie game show aired for more episodes? Tractor Monkeys? On the ABC, hosted by Merrick Watts. Yes. Or the Up Late Game Show with Hot Dogs. <laughs> oh, don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. Do not say it. Tom. Yes. The Up Late Show with Hot Dogs. <laughs> Correct. You're an Simon asshole. Deering, sorry. He changed his name halfway through the series because he wanted to be taken seriously. You are. Simon Deering. What a dog, <laughs> Liam is. What a dog. <laughs> to put that oh, one in there. what a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Another audio clue. Which Australian game show is this from? And you can feel the expectation. It's a knockout. Correct. Oh, that was quick. That's that a proper game show. That was very quick. Yeah. That's a proper game show. Yes. Or as I like to call it, Ninja Warrior for Unco people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for people with low physical yeah. Ex- expectations. Yeah. While, while you have Jackie McDonald's sister laugh at you. Remember that? <laughs> It's Fiona McDonald, her sister. You're not even being laughed at by Jackie McDonald. It's, they, they brought in a sister. Yeah. Just to laugh at and you falling off something. Yeah, she just got ha, ha, ha. And that'd be it. I've, okay. lost, I've lost track of the score, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, I've got last, last question. How much did it cost you to buy a vow in Wheel of Fortune? Ooh. Tom. Yes? $10. A little bit oh. more. Mm, wow, really? Yeah. Merrick, 50 Correct. $50 to buy a van with a fortune. I think you've won the hard quiz. quiz. You won won quiz quiz. Quiz quiz. Wasn't even rigged. That's great. We normally rig everything, as you know, Tom. Yeah, Uh, I know. Tom Gleeson, host of Hard Quiz, returns to ABC screens tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Get in there and have a look. It's not just, it is a quiz show for anybody who hasn't seen it. It's a quiz show, so you learn some stuff and it's fun to play along. But, geez, you smash into contestants. (laughs) Very Tune in, you'll learn something and be offended all at the same time. It's beautiful. (laughs) Don't miss the very start of the show tomorrow night. Oh, man. Where Tom infuriates Princess Diana royal fans, it is going to be a bloodbath. I might have to close down my Twitter account after. (laughs) Wouldn't be the first person this week. Tom Gleeson, great to see you, mate. I'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. Thank you for visiting Merrickville. If you missed anything during this day, subscribe to the Merrickville podcast on iTunes or with your favourite Android app, 104.9 Triple M. Get your Xperia XZ Premium Smartphone from Sony today, on plan or outright, from Telstra, Vodafone, Virgin Mobile, Optus, JB Hi-Fi and Sony, with world-first smartphone technology, like super slow-motion video playback and 4K HDR screen that delivers lifelike colour and definition, a camera so advanced it captures images the human eye can't see. For details and T's and C's, visit sonymobile.com forward slash AU. Merrickville, 104.9, Triple M.